Hi, everybody. Dick Vitale. Hey, make sure you listen, man, to Lockdown Blue Devils with J.J. Jackson. He's awesome, baby. You are Locked On Blue Devils, your daily podcast on the Duke Blue Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome into another edition of the Locked On Blue Devils podcast. My name is JJ Jackson. So excited to have you here with us on today's show. We've got a Jacob Grandison profile for you. The newest Duke men's basketball transfer will tell you all about him. What does the roster now look like? We've got 15 players listed on the Duke men's basketball roster. We run through them. We talk about the rotations, the starting five, things of that nature, all on today's show. And then we've also got some Duke athletic storylines to touch on for today's podcast. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. You can follow our show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. And you can follow me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore. Be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blue Devils for free wherever you get your podcast. You'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it comes out each and every day. Be sure to also subscribe to our Lockdown Blue Devils YouTube page to watch the show daily. Thank you for making Lockdown Blue Devils your first listen every single day. Let's get right into it. Here we are on Lockdown Blue Devils, and Jacob Grandison is the newest player for Duke men's basketball, transferring in from Illinois at six foot six from Oakland, California. Originally, Grandison has played two seasons at Holy Cross, two seasons at Illinois. He sat out a transfer year in the mix and also played one year of prep school basketball in New Hampshire. So his traditional four years of high school hoops, one year of prep school, two years at Holy Cross, sat out a year as a transfer, and then two years at Illinois, meaning Jacob Grandison is 24 years old. Very experienced. He's an older guy that's uh, still playing college basketball, using an extra COVID-19 year of eligibility. For his career, Grandison is a 31% three-point shooter, and the three-point shot is something worth noting. As last season, we've said this on the podcast, a 41% three-point shooter last season playing for Illinois. That is very impressive, and that's something that Duke definitely is interested in and why they're so interested in taking in the 6'6", Jacob Grandison. 9.6 points per game last season for Illinois to go along with 3.8 rebounds and 2.3 assists per game were his numbers. All of those points, rebounds, and assists, those averages we gave you for Grandison, were fourth most on his team. He averaged 4.5 assists per, or excuse me, 4.5 three-point attempts per game on that 41% shooting from three-point range. And so there's good volume there. Oftentimes you look at the numbers and you're curious, okay, did he really shoot 41% or is this guy only taking a three-pointer every four or five games? No, Jacob Grandison was putting shots up. Again, four and a half attempts from three-point range last season. He had seven games total where he had three-plus three-point made field goals. As a sophomore at Holy Cross, that was his most productive scoring season. Not the most efficient, but the most productive as he averaged a career-high 13.9 points per game playing at Holy Cross. The percentage went down. He shot 36.5% from three-point range. His sophomore season was also a career-high scoring output for him as Grandison had 25 points. He was 8 of 12 shooting from the floor back on December 30th of 2018 in a game against Iona. 
taking a look at Grandison and those three-point numbers. Again, 25 points was the career high that he had in a game as a sophomore at Holy Cross just this past year, February 19th of 2022, against Michigan State on the road at Michigan State. That's a team that Duke sees so frequently. We saw them in the NCAA tournament this past season, also see them in the Champions Classic every few years. Last year against Michigan State in that Big Ten matchup, Jacob Grandison had 24 points on 8 of 12 shooting from the floor, 6 of 10 from three-point range. He made six three-point jumpers in that basketball game, had five rebounds and five assists. At Holy Cross, he played 64 career games, started 50 of them. For Illinois, Grandison had 39 starts in 60 career contests. He had 23 starts and 30 games played as a senior. So pretty good numbers and was uh, really plugged in and a key fixture in that Illinois basketball team this past season. If you go on YouTube, if you're watching us on YouTube and you were to search the Ant Wright YouTube breakdown, he does a really good breakdown with a lot of clips of Grandison throughout this past season playing for Illinois. And he was able to point out the fact that uh, in his breakdown, Grandison shot 63.2% from the right corner. He also shot 47.8% from the left corner. Really good stuff this past season from Jacob Grandison from three-point distance. Whether he was in the corners on the right side, the left side, it didn't matter. Grandison was going to knock it down from the outside, which is just so impressive. Another interesting note for Grandison, on top of the fact that at six foot six and 24 years old, I mean, really experienced, he's old, let's be honest, He's old for a college basketball player, but that's what we're seeing with this extra COVID-19 year of eligibility. The other interesting note for the Oakland, California native is that Grandison holds both USA and Finland citizenship. He's got dual citizenship, and he's been competing with the Finnish national team. So not quite to Team USA playing level, but able to compete at Olympic level for the Finland team, which is really significant and good experience for Grandison as well. So I, I think there's a really good chance that Jacob Grandison could start for Duke at one of those wing spots. And we'll talk about the starting lineups, the completed roster, projections for Duke men's basketball team for the 2022-2023 season coming up in just a moment. Our show today is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is so amazing, and they want to let you know they've got a new option for you at Built.com. You're already familiar with the amazing coconut brownie chunk Built Bar flavor, but guess what? They've now got that in the Puffs variety. That's right, the coconut brownie chuck Built Bar flavor that is so deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate now in the Puff variety. So let's talk about it a little bit more. It's so good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. Go to Built.com now to make sure that you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All Built Bars are made collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about Built Puffs, of course, and that they taste amazing, but you can also enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. It's amazing. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Go to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, 
and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, for Built.com. Welcome you back in here to Locked On Blue Devils. My name is J.J. Jackson, proudly serving as the host of Locked On Blue Devils. Here today, we're talking about the news for Duke men's basketball. Jacob Grandison, a transfer coming in for the Blue Devils. We've also learned in recent days, Joey Baker, who was transferring away from Duke, he's going to use his COVID-19 year of eligibility. And Joey Baker is going to go play in the Big Ten. Joey Baker will be transferring to Michigan. We will see once the Duke and Michigan ACC Big Ten Challenge matchups come out, whether or not Joey Baker could potentially be facing Duke as an opponent for the first time in his career. Duke has not played Michigan in the ACC Big Ten Challenge since 2013 or 2014. So it's been a little while. They're due to face one another. Could this be the year? Could we get the Joey Baker versus Duke game a little bit later in the season? All right, there are now 15 players for Duke men's basketball. Earlier in the week on our Mailbag Monday edition of the podcast, I went through jersey numbers for everybody. So I gave you the 15, but let me throw out the names once again for you. Jeremy Roach and Jalen Blakes are your two returners, the only two players returning from last year's team with Duke men's basketball are Jeremy Roach and Jalen Blakes. You've also got freshman Derek Whitehead, freshman Kyle Filipowski, freshman Tyrese Proctor, freshman Derek Lively II, freshman Jaden Shute, and freshman Mark Mitchell. Duke basketball also welcomes in freshman Christian Reeves. Walk-ons for Duke are Stanley Borden and Spencer Hubbard. So in reality, there are four players who were a part of the Duke men's basketball roster last season. When you talk Jeremy Roach, Jalen Blakes, Stanley Borden, and Spencer Hubbard, two of those scholarship players, two of those walk-ons. You've also got Jacob Grandison, who's transferring in from Illinois. Kale Ketchings transfers in from Harvard. Ryan Young transfers in from Northwestern, and then Max Johns will transfer in from Princeton. Taking a look at the starting lineup, here's who I think starts. I do think Derek Lively will start. Shocker. He's one of the top recruits in the entire country, a skilled big, dunks really well, not to be surprised at all, a lob threat for sure, very athletic, and does have a little bit of touch from the outside. We've seen him shoot three-pointers in a lot of these skills games, the McDonald's All-American game, so to speak. We'll see if he's able to do that at the next level. Kyle Filipowski, I think, starts as well. Another big for the Blue Devils. I talked about this a little bit on yesterday's show with Josh Den, or excuse me, Josh Smith of the Devils Den podcast, and the idea of playing two bigs for the Blue Devils. We don't traditionally see two bigs of this caliber out there on the floor, but given the fact that they are so skilled, that they are so good, I think you could see both Kyle Filipowski and Derek Lively in the starting lineup. Jeremy Roach will be your starting point guard as he enters his junior season. He was so effective for Duke last year, particularly in the NCAA tournament. I think he's going to carry over that play into this next season. And then Derek Whitehead, I think, is an absolute lock to be a starter for Duke coming in from Montverde Academy. Uh, Derek Whitehead is an absolute stud, has the opportunity and the chance to be one of Duke's top defenders going into next season. I think he's going to be a starter for you. And then the final spot, it's another wing that's going to be out there for Duke. And so could it be Jacob Grandison or Tyrese Proctor? That would be interesting to figure out what the option is there. Talent level, upside, I think you got to give the edge to somebody like Tyrese Proctor, but experience the edge goes to Jacob Grandison. My gut actually tells me Tyrese Proctor gets the nod and Duke brings 
Jacob Grandison off the bench, but we'll see. You might go from the start of the year with that more experienced option and Jacob Grandison. Another idea, because again, like we talked about with Josh Smith on yesterday's podcast, Duke is always known to kind of tinkle with the lineup, tinker with the lineup a little bit as we get later into the season. Once you get to you know early January when ACC play is really kicking off, you see a lot of different starting lineup combinations. Maybe Duke doesn't start both Kyle Filipowski and Derek Lively, and maybe you go with a little smaller lineup, four out, one in, so to speak, with Derek Lively being in the middle, bringing Kyle Filipowski off the bench, and then your other four starters, Roach, Whitehead, Grandison, and Proctor. A lot of different options there for Duke. Mark Mitchell will play a good bit. The freshman, a lefty, another really skilled, versatile player uh, that could put the ball on the deck. He's got a little bit of a touch from the outside. Definitely think Mark, Mark Mitchell will get some run for Duke. Ryan Young is going to be a good body to throw out there for the Blue Devils with Big Ten experience playing there at Northwestern, and he's going to be able to provide some relief there for Filipowski and Lively. And then not to mention Jaden Shute. I'm really high on Jaden Shute. I think he's going to be the top shooter on this year's team, and uh, I cannot wait to see him play for Duke. A lot of people uh, that I've seen in the comments want to give some love to Jalen Blakes and Ryan Felisa. I mean, look, this is a scholarship player for Duke, but his number's coming back. Just to let you know what we're working with here for Jalen Blakes, again, a sophomore from Somerset, New Jersey, a Blair Academy product. Uh, Keenan Worthington on last year's team of walk-on was high school teammates with Jalen Blakes at Blair Academy. The last scholarship player before Jalen Blakes that Duke had from Blair Academy was Lou Aldang back in 2003. Blakes played 21 games total for Duke a season ago. The average... One point per game and 0.7 rebounds per game. Let me give you total numbers because the averages are so underwhelming. Again, four and a half minutes per game was the average for Blakes there. He scored 21 total points, 15 total rebounds, 11 total assists, eight turnovers. So 11 assists, eight turnovers for Jalen Blakes this last season. He was 5 of 17 from three-point range. That is 29.4% there. The most minutes that Blakes played in the game was relatively early in the season against South Carolina State. Jalen Blakes played 18 minutes, so nearly one half of basketball, but was only one of five shooting from the floor. His career high came in a game against Syracuse on the road. Jalen Blakes scored five points for Duke in that one. Christian Reeves likely to redshirt this freshman year for Duke. He comes in from Oak Hill Academy. He is a three-star prospect, according to the recruiting services. And then you've also got Max Johns, a transfer coming in from the uh, from Princeton. He's a North Carolina native. He's going to get to year, uh, use another year of eligibility with Duke. He's just going to be a practice body, uh, an experienced player to help Duke out and uh, just be an overall good locker room guy, team chemistry guy. That's what you need to see. So uh, exciting to see Max Johns on this year's Duke men's basketball team. A schedule note for you, we know the ACC opponents for Duke. The ACC has announced who your league opponents will be. So, again, we don't know the order. We just know the 20 opponents for Duke. Duke will have home and away matchups with North Carolina, NC State, Wake Forest, Miami, Boston College, and Virginia Tech. So Duke will play inside Cameron Indoor Stadium and on the road against, again, the Tar Heels, the Wolfpack, the Demon Dinkins, the Hurricanes, the Boston College Eagles, and then the Virginia Tech Hokies. So that is who Duke will play home and away. 
They will play away-only contests against Clemson, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, and Virginia. So those four schools will not play in Cameron Indoor Stadium this season. And then Duke will play home-only games against Pitt and Jeff Capel. He returns. And then Florida State, Notre Dame, and Louisville. Nolan Smith, now an assistant coach for the Louisville Cardinals, he returns to Cameron Indoor as an assistant coach. So home-only games in the ACC for Duke against Pitt, Florida State, Notre Dame, and Louisville. When we come back, we'll take a look at some storylines across Duke Athletics. That is coming up next when we close out Locked On Blue Devils. All right, here we go. Tonight, it is the NBA Draft, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 p.m. Central. One NBA Draft show is not enough for Locked On. The entire NBA channel is going live on NBA Draft Night. So you have a, if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe now to their Locked On YouTube channel so that you get notified when they go live on NBA Draft Night. Final few moments here today on Locked On Blue Devils. Again, my name is JJ Jackson. Let's touch a base on the Duke softball team. Haven't spoke about them since their year came to a close. The Blue Devils lost in two games to UCLA and the Super Regionals. Duke had never made it to the Super Regionals before. Again, just the sixth year that Duke softball has been in operation. They finished the year with a 44-11 and overall record, 19-3 and in the ACC. We found out just this week that Duke finished the year number 11 in the final rankings of the season that came out from the USA Today and NFCA rankings. Oklahoma won the national championship. They defeated Texas two games to none in the three-game national championship series at the Women's College World Series. And now so they were able to hand out the final rankings, and Duke comes in at number 12. Duke finishes the year with two All-Americans, and Jamison Cable and Peyton St. George, they had six players on the All-ACC team, which was the most all-time. So really an, a remarkable year for Duke softball this past season. Former Duke men's basketball player Jason Tatum, who's currently starring for the Boston Celtics for the first time in his career, as we said, was named to the first-team All-NBA. First time Duke has had a first-team All-NBA player uh, since Grant Hill was able to get that honor a long time ago. Kyrie Irving was the most recent All-NBA player for the Blue Devils. He was a third-team member there. Tatum, 24 years old, has a bright future in the NBA, made it all the way to the NBA Finals, and unfortunately we saw last week that Jason Tatum fell in six games to the Golden State Warriors. The Golden State Warriors win the NBA Finals. Mike Dunleavy, the former Duke great, who was on the 2001 National Championship basketball team for Duke men's basketball. He is an assistant general manager for the Golden State Warriors. So Dunleavy picks up an NBA championship ring. Jason Tatum falls just a little bit short, but again, does have such a bright future. Several years now into his NBA career, first time getting to the first team all-NBA level at 24 years old. How about that? Full circle, full picture here within this episode. Jacob Grandison who just transferred to Duke, is 24 years old. And then you've got Jason Tatum, who's 24 years old and just finished up a remarkable year in the NBA. Tonight is the NBA draft. We will find out where the Duke basketball players will be selected. A couple of mock drafts to let you know about here lately. Gary Parrish put out just a first-round mock draft. He had Paulo Banquero going to the Rockets, number three overall. A.J. Griffin, number eight to the Pelicans. 
Mark Williams, number 13, to the Charlotte Hornets. That's Gary Parrish with CBS Sports. Uh, another only first-round mock draft from the Ringer and Kevin O'Connor, number three, Paula Bancaro to the Rockets, number 13, A.J. Griffin to the Hornets, number 15, Mark Williams to the Hornets. As a Hornets fan myself, I would love that if the Hornets were able to get Mark Williams and A.J. Griffin with their two selections. That would be outstanding because the Hornets do pick 13 and 15. I just don't think both those guys are going to be available at that point. And then Yahoo Sports has a full 58-round selection, the two rounds of the draft. Apollo going number three to the Rockets. A.J. Griffin, number 11 to the Knicks. Number 15, Mark Williams to the Hornets. Number 35, Wendell Moore Jr. to the Magic. And Trevor Keels, number 39 to the Cavaliers. So all these projections do not lead us to believe that Duke will have all five players selected in the first round. Let's just hope all five players get drafted at some point a little bit later tonight. I will be tuned in and cannot wait to find out where these Duke men's basketball players are going to start their career. And we'll be able to talk about that all with you on the next edition of Locked on Blue Devils. Again, if you missed it yesterday, really fun conversation with Josh Smith from the Devils Den podcast. Make sure you go listen to that wherever you get your podcast. If you would, please leave us a five-star rating and written review on your podcast platform of choice. If you're watching us on YouTube, share this video, like, and subscribe. Help us out with all of that. You can connect with me on Twitter at underscore JJ underscore Jackson underscore, and be sure to follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Devils. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now so you get the latest episode of Locked On Blue Devils as soon as it's available each day. Now go check out the Locked On NBA podcast so you can get a full draft pure review for tonight. That's going to do it for today's show. As always, go Duke. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name is JJ Jackson. Thank you and good day.